You are listening to The Backline Podcast. I'm Trey. This is Tristan. And you're listening to The Backline Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're going to continue on with our discography series. Um, So first, we took you down the path of the initiation of my 134 and started you with the demos that are no longer available the untitled demos untitled demos (laughs) um but now we're going to take you to our second release our sophomore release i still call it our first release because i don't consider the demos anything that's fair but the title of the entire album is called sinner Mm. was our only album ever released to date was our most expensive and what it's probably our least representative album of what we are now yeah that's how evolution goes um with bands right so was our only full-length album um there's only one song on it with bass because that was when we were still trying to find our sound and we actually just lost our temp thou who shall not be named bass player prior to that yeah so yeah it was uh kind of an album of discovery immaturity Eh. Um and doing things the wrong way. A lot of learning and that yeah. So much oh, and man. it came at such a cost. Especially learning with that many songs was just expensive and time consuming really. Um I don't know how many days we were even in the studio in total, oh, but man. it was I mean weekends. Yeah, it was a lot of time. Um we were lucky to have like a gracious uh not only sound engineer but the studio to be able to hold on to those files and kinda let us bang through them as we go. Um, cause that's not always easy for them to kind of jump back into those projects. So, but, um, no, how many songs were on that album again? It was nine. Was it nine? Yeah. That mm. was a lot nine of nine that were on there and probably three that should have been. So yeah. That's, <laughs> how, that's how I tell people. No, it's, I mean, it was a, it was a, like, I don't know where you want to start with it. If you want to sort of run through the songs, but it was just a lot of learning really. Well, it was, a. it was a product of you know having freedom because when we when we did our demos it was we were trying to cater to the local population and their music it was um, yeah taste similar to the covers we were playing. yeah so we were like, trying we were very cautious of stepping outside the box yeah and it felt like when we lost a thou who shall not be named the <laughs> bass player and b when we decided you know what we're gonna do what we want to do um right. it turned into this overflow of songs and we really i mean we were still really new at it so anything that sounded decent we're like oh we gotta write yeah. it and throw it on there and right. it, it is such an up and down album just because of the fact of uh just a lot of style a lot of variety um, yeah it was a lot of half-baked riffs turned into songs i want to say yeah. but there were a lot of good songs on there like it was definitely still immature in its tooth but um it was it was, I don't know, it was like, we have people who come back to that album, they're like, oh, I like yeah. that. that's my favorite album. You know? I, you know, <clears throat> we got family members, I mean, they're biased as is, but right. uh, we got ones who say that that's still their, their favorite songs are off a of center, right. and I, I can't even, I want to throw up when I hear that, <laughs> but, because uh, we actually don't play anything live off a of center, there's only maybe one, Yeah, and uh, other than that. I know, like, personally, I was a really immature drummer at the time. Um, 
that is really well reflected in a lot of those songs. I want to say Sinner the most more than any of the other ones. You can really hear um, the immaturity in my drumming, specifically because it's not me drumming. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of program drums. Uh, I was not very good at playing on the metronome at the time or playing on time rather and uh, a lot of my fills and like spots were just faster in between spots here and there there were times when i was on time but there were times when i was yeah but that was a whole oh yeah you want to talk about uh, drums talking about my vocals you can tell i'm not confident in my singing all right i was totally you know 16 totally voice wasn't developed yeah. But again, that whole album was a product of rushing it and not being prepared. Yeah. Because we had all these songs. Um, we're never really taught the process. We we're we're we essentially first-generation musicians in our family, yeah. so we didn't really have somebody to guide us. Uncle Craig was in a band, but they did stuff totally opposite of us. Yeah. And honestly, we were young. He was probably telling us shit, and we're like, yeah, we're going to do it this way. And we learned the hard way. I'm not going to yeah. lie on Sinner, because we spent over... Oh, I don't even know what the end number was. Over $3,000, and it's nothing yeah. that the studio did. It was us being unprepared. Yeah, and it wasn't like a you know down payment of 3000 No. It was over time. You pay it in hours, right? But yeah, it was just but like, it was lack of practicing um, the songs, formatting them, and yeah. just not knowing what to expect coming in the studio. When a band does that, you know, we probably should have learned when we did our EP that we did the last discography on yeah but we didn't because we we literally told ourselves we're booking eight hours of studio three songs whatever happens happens yeah we had the opposite of center we wanted it to make it the best it was and it just a lot of center as well was um well it wasn't live tracked at all like and it was single track yeah, click track single track and you piece it together like a lego piece right but the issue was that there's the catch twenty two for that is it means you can't play the song all in one go as <laughs> is right that was yeah. that, at least for me that's what it was is I couldn't oh we could it just wasn't in time well right you couldn't play to it to a click click track or 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 anything like that and uh, yeah it just it just became a lot of struggle honestly I think we yeah. hit a lot of peaks and valleys when we were doing it but. It was, I mean, I keep saying it, but it was a huge learning process that, like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like a rite of passage, right? You have to have, like, bad moments in the studio. I wouldn't say it was bad, but it was more just, like, get me out of here. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to be done with this. And uh, But when we got it done, it was, like, I mean, I was proud of that for a while. It was, like, yeah, this is our album. You know, we did it. And, uh, yeah, it was a <clears throat> it was a cool album. Yeah. Um, definitely alt rock. I wouldn't say it was metal or no, anything yeah. we do. <coughs> at that time, we were pretty heavily influenced by, you know... Well, the covers we were playing, Nirvana. Well, Nirvana. Well, Metallica. Not, yeah, Nirvana and Metallica. It wasn't by the covers we were playing, because I still don't think we were playing those at that time. But uh, it, we were able to channel our originality and break away from what we were doing because of the two things I mentioned yeah. earlier. But uh, I think another thing that really didn't help i don't think with that whole process was not having a good platform for demoing i mean we didn't have like the stuff yeah. we have now where we, we know how to record and everything it was kind of yeah. like well, were we using garage band at that point I think? we were using garage band yeah. a couple of mics and on t- in a concrete basement that was huge yeah and no knowledge we didn't, and was, no knowledge and uh yeah yeah it just you know if you followed us through our journey so far it's we've got a totally gravy setup now i mean it's yeah. literally what i call a light switch setup where you know tristan can come down we can have a practice and instantly switch on and record um and we now know 
you know, well, just now we know we, how to piece shit together. Yeah. We know that we need we should demo and listen because of how many times we've been in the studio and literally our engine, specifically in center, our engineer looked at us and goes, guys, that's not working. Mm. And then you're like, uh, what do we do? And then you try to scramble and do something. Yeah, while <clears> you're <throat> in the studio, so you know it's permanent. So right? it's, it's like, like, that's my number one. And we hit on this on our sub stack because we did uh, do's and don'ts of yeah. recording. Yep, yep. Um, and a lot of the don'ts came from the Sinner album. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the biggest thing I can tell a band, if I have to tell them one piece of advice for going in the studio, demo it a couple of times couple yourself. Of times. Listen, Listen to, to it. Because even tonight, Tristan and I were uh, jamming some new stuff we got coming out for you. Yep. And just to time stamp this, this is after uh, our Red Eye release. So we're going in the winter of 23-24 transition. Yep. Um, we took the winter off for this reason to write, but we've got two good songs right now. But this one has been quote unquote done for two months, but we just jammed it tonight and Tristan came up with an idea and we totally flipped the song on its head and it sounds 10 times better. Well, and just... you know, the other song we're demoing, I actually was playing the riff the other night and Tristan goes, hold on, I'm going to record that. And I go, dude, it's really stupid. He goes, play it. And then he drummed to it and I'm like, man, and that one's already fleshed out. So yeah. That's what I got to say. To that would be my biggest piece of advice to not just up and coming bands, but just bands in general. Record your shit. Listen to it. Listen yeah. to it. Listen to it. I'm sure we've Fuck, said that get before it, too. Yeah, get an unbiased opinion on it. Not that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, do music for yourself, but you also got to listen to the listeners. Yeah. And it's good to have a third opinion because no, right. even fucking red eye. Oh, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. No, right. Even on Sinner, I mean Sinner specifically, the song Sinner off the Sinner album. There was a the chorus was supposed to be way different, yep. and our engineer was like, "Dude, I don't think so," because I just wasn't hitting it because I didn't practice. Hmm. And uh, we did what the chorus is now. And we're all like, "Man, that sounds good." Yeah. So no, it was a lot of that, and a lot of it was like, I mean, alongside just being in the studio again, fresh, right? Like you're not you're not playing in your basement, you're not playing to, to anything else. You're you know, especially with you were talking about singing, it's like. You're singing into a microphone in a closet. It's way different, especially when yeah. you can like really hear yourself. And that's why, I, like, alongside our studio head uh, setup, I've kind of introduced headphones into the mix, so then you can fucking hear yourself. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like you can hear yourself whether it's good or bad, um, and it kind of helps with studio, right? Because then you know what you sound like when you're singing into headphones. Um, but we didn't have that going into that, and then just that that whole experience. I mean, it's like it's like swimming deep end for the first time. It's like it's kind of fucking deep. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can still swim out here. But. So, no, Sinner Center was a learning curve. A um, lot of variety on the album, and I think that was an aspect of still trying to find our sound, especially because yeah. weeks before that, we lost our... Wait, we, we were still trying to figure it out. Like Yeah, we, were, we hadn't... So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, the only song we play off that album anymore is Slave, and we actually drop that down in Drop B. Yeah. And it actually is a chunky boy. What are all the songs on Sinner? Because I don't know all of them. Off well, the Truth Be Told is the opener, yep. which we'll run through them quick. You can go on our Substack and we talk through them, the meaning of the songs, piece by piece by piece, all nine songs. Yep. So be sure to check it out. We're not going to bore you with it right now. This is kind of just the overall view. This is the thousand foot view of Sinner and the whole process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, be sure to go on our Substack, subscribe, and check out the center album review that we dive into. It's so, a lot more in depth. Like it's a it's, lot more in depth. This is the thousand foot view 
Um, and we're kind of just playing. We're winging it while we're talking yeah, right yeah. now. We got a somewhat of an agenda, but we're just kind of chilling. So, <laughs> opening song was "Truth Be Told." Yep. Then, dude, I don't even know. Was two eighteen on that album? Two eighteen was on that album. Like sick one was on that album. Sick one. Uh Slave Come Center. Down. Come Down. Yep. <laughs> Slave Center. Shame. Um, that was nine, wasn't it? Or is there another one in there? Something's missing was nine. Something's missing. Yep. And then was something's missing on your other guitar? Yeah, that was. Oh yeah. Was it the only one? In a your journey? lies is on there too. Oh okay. So yeah, the the everything was in drop. Everything was in standard. I was gonna say drop E, yeah. but that's standard. Close enough. And then come down was in drop D. Yep. And then something's missing is actually a full step down. That's played on the Charvel, old Charvel. You don't use that one too much anymore. No, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else is on that album. Shame, sinner, slave, sick one. Truth be told, come down two eighteen. Your lies, something's missing. Is that all? That's nine. Yeah, that's all of them. All right, shoot. <laughs> so yeah, I think the only ones that belong on that album, personally, truth be told, is a cool alt rock opener. Um, come down, sinner, slave, sick one, something's missing. The rest of them. I had a friend who was really into the Foo Fighters, who really likes that album. Like, <sighs> that's like the demographic who would like. Yeah, the, it is. The music that's on there. <laughs> It's it's not a heavy album at no. all. It's quirky. It's uh, it's definitely alt rock. It's alt rock, young alt rock at that. Like it's very shallow. Yeah, in the tooth. So, um, but the only song on there with bass is "Your Lies." And yep. for some reason, we decided to put that the bass on there. And I know when we did that, <clears throat> even our engineer was like, "Guys, do you want to do this?" Because now I want bass on the whole thing. But we were sticking to our guns yeah. with losing our bass player. Was kind I of remember a, that. Yeah, stick it to the man. So, um, <laughs> your lies, and that's a real poppy one. If you recall our uh, demos, that one's kind of like I know. Yeah, it's it's poppy. I actually wrote your lies. I remember we were going to play that coffee shop in Verona that yep. no longer is there, but it was a really cool place. We would go and do open mics, play some unplugged Alice and Chains, Nirvana, our yep. own originals, um, and then we eventually started getting booked there. And I remember I was warming up for the show, and I wrote Your Lies, I think it was in 15 minutes before the show. Um, it just flowed. I don't know. It's just one of those songs. I have. We have songs like that. Your Lies flowed. Uh, I Know flowed. And then, you know, going ahead, what was the other one that I was just about to say? Damn it. Uh, another one. Fl- Deadweight. Oh, flowed. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But even this new one that we're in the process of flowed. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's cool to hit on all cylinders like that, even though your lies was so far away from not what we were doing at the time, but what we're doing. Right. Um, It was like a weird step to take. Yeah. Oh, Micromanager was the other one that flowed because I wrote that oh, in the yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um. Sinner's a cool album. It's cool to reflect back on. Some people like it. You know, it came on my shuffle the other day. Not that I sit here and listen to our own shit. No, nah, right. But it just kind of pops up in my, because my internet connection sucks. So it, I just was playing iTunes and uh, Sinner happened to roll on and kind of chuckled and smirked a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's, it's cool to go back and listen. No, nah, right. something to be said, but uh, you're right. I mean, that was a learning experience and 
a good way to learn the hard fucking way but yeah good way to learn no it it definitely taught us a lot about like what is expected before you come into the studio and i'm sure we touched on that before like i'm I'm almost positive we talked about it on another podcast but it's the it just it's something about stumbling through that you have that hardship or not not necessarily a hardship but just like a struggle to get to get through it or like an expense of some sort and then you learn it and you take it from there i mean Everything that we've done for studio time beyond that has been a lot shorter, cheaper, and yeah, more efficient. because we're totally zoned in on what needs to be done. Yeah, and I mean, some of it, I mean, now, well, that, now that we've got our own setup, it's just... And that's the key, too, is we go in and do center, and it's total, like Tristan said, single track, uh, some of it programmed. And right. I mean, we Lego blocked some of those songs together because we couldn't do it. And then we go in... So, so you get to not only be a part of that, but you can watch what the you know our engineer is doing, yeah. While that's going on, and then every other album we've done since, or EP, or single, or whatever, yep, has not been the same. So it's cool you can go in and see all this, and then we can bring it back here to our studio, and then we can do stuff like Decline and uh, Dead Weight and stuff like that. So, and that's not ripping off our studio guy. It's just we want to learn. No, we, it's knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And he like our engineer um was he's oh he's awesome he's very eager to share knowledge so yeah. it was and he he knows me and you pretty well so it was just like going in there and i was just watching him and i was asking about what he's doing and he's very willing yeah. to share that knowledge and that like not only helps him because now we understand that more going in so he can make more music yeah. you know and and whatnot and so it, it helps us too because we can learn from that and go from there so yeah so it was the wrong way to go about the whole entire uh thing but you know we spent three grand on the uh, three plus i'll say sure (laughs) on the uh songs and the mixing mastering recording editing all that bull yeah but we did all the artwork ourselves yep it turned out decent for what it was um you know our our cd distributor uh kunaki they're pretty relatively cheap if you buy in bulk so i mean it is what it is yeah um but now you can only get the songs on digital because we're out of cds yep. <laughs> and to recreate that design i mean i've got it all saved but to get it positioned right and all that other it shit, wouldn't be the same won't be the, it same, wouldn't be the man. same man you gotta find them so uh yeah like i said we really dive into these on our sub stack yep. song by song meaning meaning by meaning how the songs came to be on our sub stack yep. um so we won't dive into it much here but i don't know what else there is Along the lines of that album. Yeah. I was, I don't know. Kind of touched on everything. There's not too much more to talk about there. Despite no. it being like a big album, there's not much like, aside from production, that really went on with it. I don't remember the writing process at all. Yeah. So well, now that you talk on that, that was back to more me just writing the songs. Yeah. And you asked me to drum. And them. there's a freaking, there's a double-edged sword to that right because when you try to be the sole songwriter and this isn't bashing on tristan no it's just when you try to be the sole songwriter sometimes you get stuck in your own head up your own ass and you think stuff sounds good and good and then you get a drummer or a third second member involved whatever and it's like this just doesn't work it doesn't flow it doesn't do this so that's my second piece of advice is right as a band right as a band i mean take Take the idea of the full song of the band and just flesh it out. See what happens. Because yeah. I can't tell you, ever since Sinner, I've never written by myself ever again. I've taken these ideas to Tristan and been like, this is my idea, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
And if it doesn't flow, well, we move on. No, right. And, like, I mean, I do – we kind of both run our own music, like, separately as yeah. it is. And, like, having done that myself later, like, even after – I think it was after Micromanagers when I started diving into some of my own solo. No, it was after – it was later down the line. Regardless – Doing that stuff by myself, I run into the same issue. You just when you're playing by yourself, you can't account for all the instruments. You can't account for everything that really makes up the song. Wow. You're just kind of sitting there coming up with ideas, which is fine. Like, but writing a song that way, sometimes they just end up it ends up not flowing. But the thing that I realize it's just like I'm gonna write this and then it's overly technical and it's like, okay, you can't You're accounting for the drums yeah. as the guitar and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. So on the biggest, you know, that was that was also the development of our two piece. It was realizing less is more, yeah, and uh, simplification, yep. And as Uncle Craig would say, addition by subtraction, yep. So that's what we like to do now is just play simple, groovy stuff. Um, center was not that. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. On occasion, we bring these to Twitch, so make sure you keep your eyes out for us doing kind of talk talk Twitch broadcasts as well. Um, if you're not looking for music every time, yeah, that's Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash my one thirty four official. Yes, that's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, we 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 do these unnecessary but necessary plugs because we like doing this stuff. We like having all these outlets, and we hope you guys enjoy them and check them out so yeah. a lot of outlets a lot of content to consume um we're recording this on a tuesday night at almost nine o'clock yep. we just got done with band practice and <laughs> decided to do a podcast about yeah. center so once again we'll get out of your ear but <laughs> check it out on uh, mile one three four official sub stack go through the songs meaning by meaning song by song talk about everything behind it our paid subs, I think they got a little further taste. Can't remember because that was like 30 writings ago. But a couple of things to check out on Center. So I'm Trey. This is Tristan. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Backline Podcast.